Hello, everybody. It's Friday night and it is weekender time once again. And on this week's show, I'm joined by Free, Justin and Warren to take a look at some of the news that's caught our eye from across the industry. Also, there seem to be a ton of people giving away free games. So check those ones out in the news stories. On top of all of that, one lucky subscriber will get a chance to win a copy of The Last One Alive from Ares Games, uh, a zombie dice rolling game, courtesy of the UK Games Expo. To be in with a chance to win, you just need to pop a comment below. Uh, and if you can also give us a thumbs up and share us around on the socials, that really helps out also. So sit back and relax because your weekend starts here. Hello, folks, and welcome to another show. Look, look at my abundance is around me. Little minions to do my bidding and tell me what's going on in the world, or will they just stare at me while I tell people what's going on in the world? Time will tell. Mm. Could go either way. Um, after last week's astounding success of Star Wars Week, uh, we're back on track for a regular weekender this week. So that'll, you know, well, level people out. Wait. Yes. Maybe not so regular. Ooh. I have an announcement to make. Ooh. Makes me nervous because we know nothing dude, about this. Dude. <laughs> I, I've got to, I've got to fill you in on this. All right. I've been I've been bursting all week to tell you, and this is the first opportunity I get. So forget the fact there's a show on. I just I've just been dying to tell you. Okay, stress level, have stress you ever level, heard stress of, level, stress level, stress level? Have you ever heard of Gobleckly Tepe? Oh, Gobleckly Tepe, yeah. Yes, right. Okay, there's some major developments happening. Okay, what, did, they, did they find the aliens? Mm -hmm. What do you? Oh, don't do you don't tell me I've called it right. So, Gobleckly Tepe or Gobeki Tepe or Tetley Te or whatever that is, right, is a a civilization that was discovered in Turkey. Right. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, but this civilization is possibly older than 13,000 years. Mm -hmm. So twice the age of the pyramids. Yep. All right. We were supposed to be just running around in bear skins mm -hmm. going ook, 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 back then. Okay. Mm -hmm. There was supposedly no agriculture, um, nothing to support a civilization, but okay. they've discovered this um, uh, these Neolithic monuments in this construction <clears throat> with intricate carvings and everything, okay? Now, the reason I'm bringing it up for Justin is because you'll love this because they were obsessed with wellies by the signs of it. Oh, you know, Warren, I do find it kind of funny. You're kind of the one who has the obsession here because you're the one who always brings it up. Are you okay? No, no. Sorry, buddy, but you know I'm just calling. It as I'm more than okay. I'm ecstatic because I get to tell you all about it. So they were obsessed. Oh, you're doing the alien guy movement face and everything. <laughs> What's his name? You're just going like this. You're talking about alien. Gorgeous. So these these monuments, Justin, <laughs> right? Many of them are phallic shaped. 
And, okay. And like that, you've lost me. Okay. So they are, they're, they're, they're wrong with a bit of a bulbous head. Okay. Right. They're not mushrooms, but no. they're not far off. Okay. <laughs> so the other thing in is, right. Whenever they, they, they carve in that, but they also have ones that have animals and all sorts of creatures carved over this. Nobody was supposed to be able to do this back then. This is Stone Age, right? I mean, so I'm sure even is, in that age, there were geeks. Just saying. This is beyond geeks because th this this has been stretching. They have found more and more of this the, uh, of this civilization mm -hmm. stretching out um across uh, across the turkey right mm -hmm. the other thing is right one i have evidence for the other i don't have any evidence for it but it is probably scientific fact okay did you hear from some dude on youtube yes actually for the second one but for the first one they also have statues that are of people right yeah. and the the fingers kind of wrap around and every statue that they have, uh -huh. I mean, every statue that they have, they are protecting their willies. Protecting I mean, their do manhood. They think I, do they think I'm going to invent time travel and go back with the chisel? This is where I'm headed, man. This is <laughs> where, where I'm headed. Obvious, I Come reckon on. there's a counter civilization, right? So I reckon there's the, 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 the civilization that myself and Jerry are descended from. Okay. The, the big hairy men that, uh, that are, that are quite happy to be running around flapping in the wind. Okay. And then I think that there's a counter civilization of which you are descended from that were running around with their stone shears ready to do some clipping. And then to try to commemorate it all, we carved these statues and everything is always very protective of that, of that particular component, you might say. Do you want to know the really interesting thing? You're lying. They buried it. They buried it all. So it wasn't that it was naturally covered over whenever the uh, archaeologists, <laughs> archaeologists, archaeologists, find yeah. it. Yeah. That, that's an Ar English word. Yes. Archaeologists, whenever the archaeologists found it all. Okay. <laughs> and they started to excavate it all. Mm -hmm. Right. They realized, hang on a second. This hasn't been naturally covered through time and eon. It's been buried. It was. Buried. They buried it to protect it. Or maybe for some other reasons. I mean, but you know, sometimes people don't like art and it's just like out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> you you think the aliens are coming this year, don't you? Or do you think the yes. aliens are the yes. right? 2022 yeah. is, is the, the year of the aliens. They're already here, Frank. <laughs> They're already here. He's talking about the lizard people. Is this what you're it's, Well, the, the lizard folk are something slightly different. They're interdimensional beings, apparently, um, huh? uh, that can phase, um, kind of phase in and out um, and shape shift. Now, here's the thing about shape shifting, right? We think shapeshifting is weird, but mimicry is actually a big part of Mother Nature uh, and, uh, and how some species have evolved. Like, for example, you take an octopus that can mimic being a rock. 
or you take um, some of them uh, lizards that can change their colors and stuff like that. Heck, even Justin can kind of blend in and look like a proto-human being at times when he gets enough of them vodka and Red Bulls or whatever into him that he drinks. I try. Yeah. (laughs) So mimicry is a big part of it. So why would we be surprised if there were a species that were just incredibly good at it? Like caterpillars doing a conga line. Exactly. I'd to say that. <laughs> you, you can. There's a type of caterpillar that does it to mimic being a snake so they don't get attacked by birds. So they all travel but, like sand people in single file to hide their numbers. That's lovely. But do they do the cha 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 cha? I imagine they do. Nobody's maxed them up yet. Anyway, Justin, you know, you know, man, like it's been too long since I've brought you the news. And you know, I just, I just couldn't sit on it any longer. I had to tell you, I, uh, you know, to bring it back for anybody that's in the show and is badly disappointed it's not wargaming related. It will be. We will find a way <laughs> to have these Neolithic Willy Defenders and Willy Choppers created on the tabletop with our goblackly clappy tetly um, gaming tables. And it'll Who knows? You, you might, there might be some structures out there on 3D printed. They might exist somewhere, Warren. Yes. If, yeah, yeah. If you guys want to create that in 3D, <laughs> I will get Justin to to basically lead the charge on that. And he can be on your um, website going, I'm going to say, I love no. these. Clip, clip, nah. clip. No? I'm just, uh, no. no oh, come on, you. Justin. You could be no, like that. Celebrity. On, this, this is your love that I don't know. You, you just don't seem to be able to admit it. Dude. Oh, sorry, buddy, but it's all you. Dude, I love this through you. So you're projecting onto me. Okay. I clean up after myself, Justin, so don't worry. I won't project too hard. All right? Again, it's on you. Come on, man. You love it. You love it. This is interesting historical accuracy. No, it's not. We know it's not. Come on. Sorry, buddy. No, well, to you, but you go and enjoy. You do you. Right. The second thing then that I found from some guy on YouTube, I've no scientific evidence for it, but hey. it is super interesting. Go on. They maybe had six fingers as standard. Maybe. That's I mean, a shot okay. in the dark there, Warren. Right. <laughs> Apparently. No, this was on the Wall Street Journal or something. I read this. That, that they must be true. As <laughs> they had six fingers as standard. Okay. Wall Street Journal or Spectator, one of them, one of them places, right? Six fingers as standard. Okay. I went, I went hunting and I couldn't find it. I counted all of the appendages on each of them statues and I was counting five, ten every time. So there must be something somewhere where this six finger thing came from. But if it did come, if it is true, if we can find the evidence for it, then that ties us directly into the Nephilim. Ooh. That's now that's starting to get back to the Methuselah and, and going way, way back. This is where it gets really interesting. This is all pre-flood. These are the people that God wanted to get rid of. So, I'm, I'm hide the willies. It's annoying God. He's going to send a flood. Bury them all quick. 
See, that's I, 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 it's as good as expedition as any at the moment. Yeah, I, I tell you, the Natural History Museum will be sending me letters going, "This guy is genius. You can connect the dots and all of this here. Don't even get me started on the aliens yet. No. I'll get all that tied in, and it'll be brilliant." He said, "All the same story for anything pre-Tudor, I suppose." <laughs> Anybody wants to help Warren, they'll need a, a sealed room, a lot of tinfoil, and some red string. Oh. Yes, I supply I supply my own padded jackets and uh, and the like, so we, we will all be fine. You'll be comfy. <laughs> you'll be warm. You'll be toasty, and we can we can work together on improving Justin's life one no. statue at a time. Warren, simple no. <laughs> You're no fun anymore. Pandemic must have just sucked all the love of the of the odd and the fascinating out of you. Sorry, you know? Justin. I'll I'll replace it. You make it my mission in life now to replace it for you and to get get the love N-O. of all that is odd back into you. N O no. Shall we? This is. I think we'll move on, Jerry. I feel like I'm flogging a dead horse here. Well, before we kick into the show proper, we have a little bit um, of an update. We are nice. only three weeks out from this year's UK Games Expo. Uh, Is that eight, three weeks? Three weeks. <gasps> oh, so, it's coming up soon. Mm, so if you're interested in seeing us live, uh, unredacted, and checking out whether or not we actually have legs, um, then you can visit us at our, we're going to have our little uh, studio, a little mini studio just off the family oh, zone. Oh, fancy, fancy. Uh, yep. And we'll obviously have our roving reporters as well. So you can see us across the entire weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, and come along, say hello, and you can possibly even win some exciting prizes. Because uh, we're going to be chucking things out at people throughout the weekend. Um, also to some people, you know, if, if you can make it, big prizes, big money. We love it. Uh, if you can't, then you can follow along with what's going on at the Expo uh, through our live blogs and live stream throughout the three days as well. So... Just a, a little reminder, you've only a few weeks out. If you're planning on coming along, you need to uh, probably start looking. If you haven't already looked at accommodation, it's probably time to start breaking out the tents. Probably this. But most important part of the week, <laughs> it's time for... You're getting much better. I like you being are. drift away from the, uh, <laughs> the microphone these days. God bless you. Yeah. It's comfortable now, isn't it? It's very, very comfortable. Oh. See, what's <laughs> happening is the lungs are now gradually improving. So it's um, I've been doing my breathing exercises and stuff like that there. So I'll be back into my full operatics nice. uh, very shortly. I got an amazing birthday present. I don't know if I mentioned it last week. No, I couldn't no, have because it was pre-birthday, was wasn't it? Birthday. Birthday. So I got an amazing birthday present free. Guess what? what? Was it? Go on. Star Wars? Was it Star My Wars? wife bought me two tickets to see Iron Maiden. Nice. And guess That's who I'm awesome. taking? Who's taking? Hopefully your wife. No, she won't go. I'm Who's taking my little girl, Savannah. Yay! Oh. Sure. She agreed to go to Iron Maiden with me, baby. Yeah. I'm seeing oh. Iron Maiden this summer as well. Oh, First yeah. Big I I'll compare notes with you. Yeah, next oh. month. Next month, we uh, I get to see them in Bell Sonic. Um, and Savannah's able to go. I'm oh. ordering up her first Iron Maiden t shirt. <laughs> and it's awesome. So Savannah's 11. So she's like, um, oh. she's a year younger 
than I was whenever I w- first went to see Iron Maiden. Okay. And uh, I said to Andrea, I, look, are you sure you won't go? Because I would love you to come and, and experience this with me. She said, no, no, no way. I said, oh. okay, fair enough. Can I take Savannah? And she said, no, 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 kids, kids are not allowed. It's over 16s only. And I went, eh, I'm not so sure. <laughs> I'm not so sure because I have been there uh, uh, before and I went on my own when I was 12. So I, I checked it up and yes, she can go. We have to sign in and and all of that there, but she can go. So she's super excited. She's bouncing for this and listening to Iron Maiden on her little Google in her room and stuff. And I'm going, yeah. However, I have promised Andrea, um, well, I promised Andrea I would make it a great experience for for Savannah. And then I made the mistake of just like mine. And then Andrea, no, 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 no. I said, well, you know, it's like, I only had a six pack of beer whenever I went to see you at 12 years old. I will make sure Savannah has copious amounts of beer. No, she'll have no beer, but I will have a beer. Um, I can't wait. I I just can't wait. I'm going to a concert with my little girl. She's just growing up too quick. So she is, but this is great. This is, this is foundational stuff. This is me doing my bit to repair society and to make sure that decent music continues to live on through the the future generation. Next generation of rockers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's, um, yeah, I I can't wait. I don't even know why I brought that up. There's no aliens in it. There are no aliens in it. (laughs) Maybe it's because of the end of the week. Oh, yes, it was the end of the week. Yes, yeah. I'm going to be singing Iron Maiden at the top of my lungs. So I'm doing my breathing exercise. That was it. I'm doing there my Brucey op- operatic stuff. So I, I highly recommend if anybody is struggling with the after effects of, uh, um, of COVID, okay, um, uh, Iron Maiden, Hallowed Be Thy Name, <laughs> um, is a particularly good practice song um, because he, he sings about hung low. I don't actually know if he says hung low, but there's a big, long, breathy bit in it. Wow. Justin has got the hung low thing in my head here for some reason. Tightly scripted as ever. Oh, (laughs) Take a look at Elodin. Where are we going? What is Elodin? What what have you picked for us this week, Jerry? Uh, So this is a German company. They do a range of stuff from various manufacturers, but they also have their own uh, little range in here as well. Ooh, Obviously, the White Walkers being very White Walkery, uh, mm-hmm. but what I particularly like about Elodin is the barbarians that they've started to um, stick together from a couple of different sculptors, <clears throat> and uh, I think the first releases for this was just a, a couple of figures away last year, and since then they've added in some more characters sculpted by. Nice. Um, Kevin Boris, and then uh, recently there's been a, a whole host of mounted troops coming to the fore on Sabretooth Tigers. Um, so, so there's some Boris specials in here. There's some, there's some Boris specials. Well, glad not, you're clicking on the twins, man. They're the not, first ones I want to see. Not not as not as special as Boris usually does. That oh. is the two dudes from the movie Barbarians. Mm. They're, they're, they are not alone when it comes. They are not alone when it comes to uh, movie references and uh, other things. But I absolutely love the. It's it's such a tiny little range of barbarians for for playing out your stuff in your tabletop. And when they they're putting ranges together, they're generally stuff that they play or things that they want to see on the tabletop. So they've 
a lot of the store has a lot of saga like bits and pieces that have been specifically nice. grabbed from various companies to put together the saga force that he wants to play um and when it came to getting his own range likewise it's here's what i want i want to have proper old school barbarians uh coming screaming out of the forestry at whoever's looking around the place uh and to that oh. end it's they're artistic, I'll give you that. Oh, yeah, very much so. <laughs> <laughs> I There's some of Kev White's work as well. See, Kev does that, though. He starts from a naked blank and then... Yeah, it works as well. So that yeah. is actually the same miniature going through. It's different. Yeah, oh, he'll, he'll yeah. dress the dollies in various ways. Yeah. But I absolutely adore this range of barbarians because wow. it's not something you see enough of on the tabletop. You had that whole, um, I suppose, Conan-esque. Do that old geezer there. It looks like an old geezer to me. Oh, yes. Rocking the, uh, <laughs> the mighty, mighty beard. Strange pose. He's, he's creeping really along. Mm. Ah, yeah, I see. It's barbarians shouldn't do stealth. No. no. <laughs> Run <in> Say that. <laughs> old barbarians do stealth. Because they're wise enough not to get killed. Choice, really, don't they? I guess, so. I guess that's maybe how they got to be old barbarians. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you often hear the yeah. quick and the dead. Mm. Are they all resins on this side, Terry? Um, no, there's a mix of resin and metals. So, bit of both. If I throw up the rest of Boris's. It's you, Jerry. Yeah, there's always <laughs> a me somewhere. There's always a Jerry barbarian. <laughs> These are great. I really like these. Are, these would be super for Hero Quest, wouldn't they? Yeah, any any dungeon crawler at all. Now, are oh. they multi part or are they like single casts? No, they'd be multi part. Well, it depends on the figure. <laughs> okay. The, so that one will be multi part. Hands and sword are separate from the rest, and then the base. Yeah, the rock to leap from. Yeah, that's it. Do you know what? Even just as collectors' pieces, you know this is this is the kind of site. Well, there are some right. The the less armored ladies. Hmm. Um, I probably wouldn't buy a lot of them if, I, if I'm honest. You know, it's um, Andrea would probably buy them. She she kind of likes that, but I wouldn't play them with my kids. <laughs> but definitely them barbarians. But then you know it's um, but then barbarians are almost too good. Uh, you know for. Uh, for your board games. So like some of these are really, really nice kind of showcase pieces, aren't they? Diorama pieces would look beautiful. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'd nearly build a, a Frostgrave gang for <gasps> these guys, just like a full Frostgrave barbarian gang. So yeah. Jerry and Justin yeah. we've had so far. <laughs> yeah, whenever I do a full shave. <laughs> always the way of things. But I, I mean, you get what you pay for, mm. I think is, is the way things go. And there are beautiful sculpts. I know you mean that you can, and a lot of people do pick up Boris's. I mean, I pick up an awful lot of Boris's stuff, mostly just to have. Yeah. Um, but I can still game with them all anyway if I want to. <laughs> Look, so it's, know, it's it, one of those things where it's, that, he reminds me of Billy from Predator. I was just thinking that as well. I was yeah, just thinking the uh, same thing. It does look very Predator-esque. US Army boots. <laughs> I think it's the necklace. Is there any? Is there any big, uh, uh, big chubby barbarians like me? There, there are no big chubby barbarians. I know oh, you. Can we have a look at the saber tooth there? They Jerry? miss a trick oh, yeah. there. Oh, we'll we'll get there. 
where you're not. <gasps> oh, because there are several saber tooths. Wow, this is like it's a whole saber tooth Browning. unit. See, I yeah. love that. I love how they're all individually different. They'll stand out. They're gorgeous. Because wow. if you're playing beautiful. something like Saga, for example. In the age of magic, and you're looking for some Whoa. cavalry. Yeah, what else would barbarians be mounted on? <laughs> some I sort of massive anything else that'd be mounted saber on saber-toothed tigers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we you uh, give some options. Hey, you know, nobody wants to be on a horse. Horses are dull. There's going to make some options in pretty brilliant today. I could think of something to go on. <laughs> Better than a saber-toothed tiger, though. Because I mean, when one of those is coming at you. Other yeah, lesser cavalry are going to get out of the way very quickly. Mm-hmm. I'll break up a cavalry charge in a hurry. I love the different poses. You can tell how fast they're going just by their paces alone. Beautiful. Running and Appreciate jumping. Appreciate a saber tooth. How to get hold of one of them? Do you know what? We have to have a wee look at. Uh, it is a stunning barbarian collection because it, it is really is. As authentic barbarian as you can get, mm. loincloths and not much else. Nope. Really, mm-hmm. that's that that's your barbarian lot right there. Muscles for days. What do you want? It's high, you know, it, high it, fantasy. In uh, what's the word? Oh, I'm trying to think of the name of the place. Conan inhabits Hyperborea. Mm-hmm. Hyperborea. Been so long, so very very long. The barbarian couple there, looking particularly nice. Mm-hmm. Just missing a 80s movie poster to put them on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then some others. Very nice. Oh. I love the way the fur's done there. I like a little bit of extra armor. Is he holding on to the main part yeah. on the back there? Very cool. Scruff of the That's neck. That's nice. Don't, don't need saddles. No, not at all. We'll like, like, anyway. the cat off because you know the the mama cat would pick them up by there. So wouldn't that just make your your cavalry mount fall over? <laughs> just that is, that is the off switch for a cat. You pick it up by it, the scruff of the neck. It certainly <laughs> is. I don't know if the same was applied to saber To a saber Only one way to find out. We need to go to Belfast Zoo. <laughs> get in at night, over the top of the cave hill. <laughs> And uh, and then try some big cats by grabbing them by the scruff of the neck. Oh, oh I like his claws. Yeah, that's that's actually part of his cloak. That's cool. That's gorgeous. You two can winter well. I saw a thing um, I, I, on the internet, Justin, right? Uh-huh. You will love this one. And uh, what it is, it. is a, a big beef shin, okay? But the bone's sticking out, and then there's a big block of meat in a, like a big rectangle, yeah. and it's called Thor's hammer. And, and what they do is they roast this or broil this, okay? Oh. And then they serve it to you, like it's gigantic, and then they serve it to you in a big bowl with roast potatoes and stuff like that. And you get two bear claws, stainless steel bear claws, that you yeah. can use to rip it apart to, to uh, eat it. I've seen people try to use those. They are the most pointless kitchen utensil ever invented. I've got some for um I am really failing today. Even the bear claws he has shot down on me today. Oh. It's not your day. <laughs> Sound of the times. I just have to go back to the internet. <laughs> so we've got a bit of a witcher, bit of Game of Thrones going on. Game of Thrones. Bit of Witcher. Yes. I wonder if there's a lesson. 
Maybe. Who knows? No, nobody knows. Nobody knows what Lash does. We'll never find out. <laughs> can I see the werewolf, please? You can. Oh. It's nice. Very witchy werewolf. It is, isn't it? Mm. There's a question. How do you prefer your werewolves? This more human-esque look or like the full-on big, hairy, anthropomorphized like wolf? That's mine. If I want a werewolf, I do want a big, scary wolf. That's, yeah, that's I, I, I like my werewolves being a little bit more fleshy, mm. and a little bit less hairy. Mm. So, you know, I don't mind them having some hair, uh, you know, yeah. it's like as long as it's, you know, you know, within within reason. But the fleshiness I find makes a werewolf particularly scary, especially if it's like a shaved the human feature, flesh, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's kind of gray and mangy kind of flesh. Mm. Um that, that I think that's very scary. The scariest werewolf oh, I ever brilliant. saw was the werewolf from the American Werewolf in London. You was know that, it that like one of the big, heavily muscled, hairy ones in the movie? well, yeah, yeah, it was because it was it was the transition. The, you're thinking of the transformation machine. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Mm. That's very the transition. Nice. Really absolutely terrified me. Um, it was the scariest thing I, I think I'd ever seen. Brilliant, looking back on it. Um, I would have stopped the transition at one point. They went, they went a lot further and made him almost wolf, wolf-like, like a big extended dire wolf. I would have stopped. Ooh, it. I like Triss. That's nice. I like yeah. that Triss. It's lovely. Yeah. Not the Witcher was really cool. I'm, I'm having an urge to toss a coin to my Witcher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Valley of Plenty, and whatnot. That Triss is gorgeous. Not Triss. Mm-hmm. Triss. Not Oh, that's nice. They do some beautiful work. Got to do a yen. Yeah. Someday I will go back to play the Witcher games and work out what's actually happening. Yeah. Someday. Just just go and play Gwent. Don't bother with any of the backstory. Just go play Gwent. Serious issues with Gwent. I spent too much time on it. I got too upset. (laughs) That's a really nice series. Hmm. It'd be great if you do want to, as Jerry said, play your Witcher RPG correctly. They're oh, uh, fantastic for game, but you do not necessarily have to play as a Witcher in that uh, you are not Geralt of Rivia. Uh, upgrade your Witcher board game. You could. You could even have got loads of minis coming, but they're a nice alternative to have and certainly a nice setup. Very cool bit of camo. She from The Witcher. I don't recognise her. She must be. Fashion. I don't possibly. Alicia. See, she might not be because they don't, don't recognise her. They just do yeah. Witcher because that's a um, Elder Scrolls thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that board. looks. Yeah, could also work very well in with the other barbarians. Right over my head, some sort of Woods. leader. I, I it's one of these uh, computer games time. that the kids play more. I, lo- I lost like five hundred hours of my life to that game. Skyrim. You go to Undead? <laughs> I've never worried. Undead, yeah, yeah. <gasps> Did I not have a rush? <gasps> a horse is a horse. A horse is a horse. Because um, some of the Undead will be in here anyway. Oh, so when it's Undead, it'll be, it's going to be kind of <gasps> Lightwalker kind of Undead, is it? Yeah. Oh, that's a gorgeous looking horse. Yeah. In a creepy way. That. That's beautifully. It just goes into the Undead and not Dead. So seamlessly. The real question is, how is it holding the bit in its mouth? Good question, Jared. Probably a couple of nails. Have they just it's attached? Just, didn't they? just attached the chain directly to the bone. 
yes, diddled it for a tendon here and there, you know. <laughs> it's all they very possible. Go to the north with the needle. Oh, oh I love yes, him. There's a giant, yeah. What was his name? What was his name? Oh, Teddy yes. Westside. I can't remember. Oh. Well, that's beautiful. It's huge. Nice work. I love the style. I love that series. I really love that series. And the ending was all right for me, too, before anybody mentions the ending. Um, I I might go back and rewatch that. (laughs) Well, you've got the new one coming out soon, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. Soon. Honestly, I wanted to see was Arya going off on her adventures. Mm, That would have been great. They've really got the characterization down in this. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's lovely! Perfect little needle. That's that's really nice. She's left-handed. Mm. Yep. Well, that should have been beaten over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Left-handed people survive. Ah. Tut, tut, tut. Uh, I mean, I, I'm just going to sit here quietly in the corner, saying nothing, drawing no attention. Ah, uh, you are a lefty, aren't you? Yeah. Ah, oh, that's a lovely answer. Everybody's favorite character, I hear. Totally 100% on board with that. <laughs> but yeah, um, if you want your barbarian slightly more winter ready. Yeah. There's a with the attack dogs. Oh, is that supposed to be Ramsey? It is. It is. Oh, that's that's amazing but petrifying at the same time honestly really well played (sighs) that's lovely but again (laughs) the dogs are superb Mm -hmm. very very much so what's behind his back was that knife yeah knife yeah Yeah, it's a knife yeah Uh, interesting little range of there's a ghost for your snow in the snow (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't know much. He knows no. nothing. <laughs> have it. Yeah. Dark future. Hmm? Yeah, under the online shop collectible miniature. Just a, Dark a short amount of some sci-fi. Cyberpunk-y? Sci-fi. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like some sci-fi they remind stuff. me of um oh, who are the ones? Wolf Spain, is it? Yeah. From Warzone. Hmm. Oh, those are quite cute. That's going back a while. See you tomorrow. Coming back though. It's a crazy, 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 crazy night. Yeah. I'll get the total kiss vibe from that. Can I see the terrain just two seconds? Yes, in? yeah, yeah. yeah I'd ready. like to see the dark age buildings, please. Oh, lovely. <laughs> uh, Need for teddy bear fur. Very reasonably well priced. These uh, do they come in different sizes for scale? What? Or is it particularly for 28? No, it's all 28 mil. All 28 mil. And that is teddy bear fur on them. Yeah, no, I know. I I thought it was sculpted detail on the smaller image. Uh, And I was just like, wait, no, I'm wrong. No. I wonder if that comes in yet. Love it. Mm. Which is really nice building. How did they get the teddy bear fur to have that? um, It's it's texture, Jerry. Layers. There's a jerry can for that. Have we got a layer, a jerry can for how to do that? There is, yeah. Just whenever you're you're popping the PVA on, uh, uh-huh. you can push up into it. 
Ah, and it gives out layers. Yeah. Well, if you are a member of the Cult of Games, you too can enjoy the Jerry Cans, because if mm. anyone can, Jerry can. Don't yeah. titten. I've done I've done, <laughs> done, my, done my little lad. There we like go. Like it. It's good. Good times. <laughs> Shall we take a swish and come back and take a look at the news? Absolutely. Coming to you from the center of Northwestern Europe. Covering board games, war games, card games, and all that sh you love. It's the news. <laughs> all right, and we're back with the news. And this time, I'm kicking things off with a bit of the Crusades. Because um, there's been a big update from Andy Hobday uh, mm -hmm. as to their upcoming Kickstarter, which has got a holding page um, so you can jump over and take a butcher's at it but the fourth baron's war will be taking them out of england's green and pleasant lands and off to outremer across the sea and they have been showing off a wealth of previews uh, so many that i haven't even included them all in this little article um, because there's just too many uh, but they re uh, so range from individual figures so we've got an imam here, both mounted mm -hmm. and foot to go with uh, Saladin's forces. So is this third crusade? Second uh, and third? Second, crusade, and, second and third, yeah. Yeah. Um, cool! They're like the best ones. <laughs> they are very much the best so ones. So first crusade, just for, for anybody's benefit, well, right? first crusade was a roaring success uh, yep. for, for the, the Holy Roman Empire and the, the Christians. Uh, second crusade was a bit of a disaster. And third crusade was a draw, you might say. <laughs> Richard the Lionheart actually made it to Jerusalem and he could have taken it but he couldn't hold it. Couldn't hold it. So he thought, ah, bollocks to this. I'm going home. <laughs> Which makes so all he sense. He went home. Because he, Robin Hood to marry to the other wee fox made Marion. That's true. So I need to I need to definitely get more history lessons for you too. It would be perfect. It'd definitely I'd, sink in anyway. It would be head melting. <laughs> I, hang on, three. Whenever Expo's on, you'll have both of them there and we'll be sitting in the pub. I can't wait. So good. <laughs> no, he definitely had to get on because Prince John, you know, Prince John, PJ, I heard that. <laughs> so Prince John was starting to get a bit uppity. Um, you know, the, the, his throne was a bit under threat. He'd had a really good battle with Saladin, him and Saladin, um, enemies, but kind of enemies with a deep respect for one another. Do you know that kind of, Kind of thing that going Frenemies. on. Enemies. Yeah. Enemies by enemy, that kind of thing. So they were they were well into each other. <laughs> but then the then he went home and um he did a lot of battling at home. He really was an amazing general. He really truly was an amazing general. And the problem is that whenever he died, those that he left behind him were not. <laughs> they just weren't so good. So it's always the way. Always mm. the way. But as you can see, there's a a range of oh, that's just a, there. right there just just needs the uh monk's robes and mm -hmm. uh turban but that's a yes if i'm an ex retinue justin if you could have been the, a crusader <laughs> right if yeah. you could have been a crusader mm -hmm. which of the which of the knightly orders 
would you have would you have liked to have been in if you could have been one? Probably the Knights Hospitalier. They have some interesting history, uh, especially in and around Malta. You know, they've got some forts and stuff down there, which are really interesting. Yeah, they're the hoteliers, aren't they? They're the guys that end up giving massages and stuff like that there. No, no, no. (laughs) Yeah, hospitable dudes. You know, they they were running the hospitals and stuff like that. So whenever myself and my other Knights Templars, you know, got, you know, got hurt in battle, um, we would, we would then, you know, go back to your tent and get a rub Uh, done. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going to say this now. You see, whenever you're having your like pub history lessons, just yeah. put a little fact checker sitting on your phone just in case. Because that's what Jerry's for. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just like I'm sniffing a little BS here. And Jerry will tell you that everything I'm saying is historical fact, my man. A one hundred percent of something. <laughs> Can't say what. what These said are it. fantastic. It was, oh, it, you know, it was always on the cards for Barnes Ward. Yeah, someday it was going to be good, and this is that day. <laughs> they, they just just needed to move out of uh, slapping each other in England. And, yes, because nobody cares about that. That's still going on to this day. <laughs> we want the Crusades. We want we want to see Cyprus, Malta, Acre, just buildings. Oh, that is nice, isn't it? Are, are, this this are is what the other things are doing. They're just the door open. Well, I have no idea. I haven't seen it because this is just uh, a test print. So they're doing STL files uh, in conjunction oh. with Lion Tower. Um, so obviously Dan does a lot of great 3D sculpting. Um, Look at own. that! But this is a, like a modular fortress that could be part of the, the Christian outposts or could easily be set up as a... Uh, any of Islamic. those Middle, Middle Eastern walled cities. It'd be very um, Assassin's yeah. Creedy so as well. No, no issue with that being Jerusalem or Acher, um heck, Bethlehem. <laughs> Everybody knows that we've got to have the Battle of Bethlehem. <laughs> very much so. Don't know whether or not they're going to be physical. I think they're just going to be STLs. Prototype but, print of model. But you won't you won't know until the, the actual Kickstarter itself goes live. This is an interesting little one. So in the last Barnes War, <laughs> they had a level where you could have yourself sculpted as a miniature. You know, relatively expensive. You own the miniature, you own the rights. Um one of the guys who went in at that level went, you know what? You can use my sculpt for the first twenty four hours and it's exclusive. This is the only way you can get it because the miniature belongs to Nigel. Uh, and he's allowing Warhost to use it for the first 24 That's hours fabulous. of this Kickstarter, which shows, sure. I suppose, the how the community viewed Barnes War as well. There, he's he's stumped up the cash to get a one-off, and then went, you know what? If people if people want uh, to get it, then I'll let you guys cast it for the first 24 hours only. So it's so him as a monk. my opportunity to have me sculpted. Oh yeah, as Big ass Knight Templar. Well, it's like a couple of Knight Templars kind of mushed together. Mm. And I could get a big ass horse because I'd need a really big one, like a Shire <laughs> horse. Need Shire. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a chance for me to actually get into the Crusades, my very self. Oh, we're having to risk one, your life. Sure. 100%. I wonder what they do me as Warren the Lionheart. <laughs> well, you know, you're chucking the money around. Yeah, well, Can you imagine me jumping off the boat into the sea at Acker. 
I might be like a parting of the Red Sea again. It was, it'd be very religious, you know. It oh, really would. <laughs> the rest could just walk, walk on the land. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that's good. But yeah, oh, I it's, love that idea. It's, it's on its way. How expensive is it? Um, I can't, it was a couple, maybe 400 or so. I don't know. Assuming that this pledge level is in again, I, I can't see why they wouldn't. That's think ask the last permission of, of the entire family level money there, isn't it? That yeah. Is. <laughs> yeah, you will. Very, very You'll have to so. consult, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if, if you're interested in taking a, a stab at the Crusades um, for Baron's War or, you know, Saga, um, then those are going to be a... a Fantastic range of Knights Hospitaller and uh, some of Saladin's uh, Iobid. In all seriousness, though, I highly, well. if you I highly recommend it. it. It's one of the most interesting um, periods of history mm-hmm. uh, any gamer could get into. You know, um, it is it is super super interesting, and it's it's colorful in many ways. There are so many interesting uh, methods of of battle and how battle takes place. You know, um, one of my particular favorites for you is where they use um, flags and banners and and things like that there to try and regroup cavalry charges and things like that there and to bring them all all, all back. And each of the each of the the, the kind of knightly orders had their own standard, and then they would try to make their way back to the standard regroup and then go back in again. But it, it's just absolutely fascinating, absolutely oh, was, fascinating. And some of the battles were enormous. So, so and, and some of the tactics, genius. Tactics were were fabulous. Like uh, basically, you know, picking places to battle where your enemy would be starving and dying of thirst before they'd even start. The, the you know, it's Hatton, I think, was like that where they they cut them off from uh, they cut the Europeans off from water and then yes. combined that with setting fire to dried grass to force smoke into their eyes and lungs uh, to really just exacerbate the fact that they were. Absolutely dying of thirst. They were now dying of thirst and smoke inhalation. So you know, yeah, combo uh, breaker. I think is the phrase brutal. <laughs> Plus, you get all the, the all of the kind of the the war machines and things like that. So your trebuchets, your mm. um, your siege towers, all of that stuff is all is all making a making an appearance there. Um, it's it's a seriously seriously cool area era want to keep your eye out for folks uh sticking with historical accuracy free we're, we're going far along the misty mountains Kong. yeah where the dungeons deep are caverns old so ragnarok villages of back with ragnarok free with some familiar faces inspired by norse mythology combined with the wonders of tolkien's brain we've got hella dwarves and hella goblins and they're keen to have a fight over on kickstarter so the campaign's been funded, so if you worry about the tensions of Kickstarter, uh, there's no need. So as the main pledge, you're going to be provided with the hardy band of Dwarven Warriors under the names of, do you know them? Barlin, Dwalin, Biffa, Bofa, Bomba. Hold on. Feely, Keely. Oin, Gloin. I've got to do this. It is personal. Dory, Dory, Dory. There we got it. And of course, you've got Foreign Oak and Shield. Um, but there's not as well as that. You've got not Gandalf, the Grey Wizard, and you've got not Bilbo, uh, uh, Fagan Harlan to fill up the party as well. But Whoa. if you need more dwarves, I can't believe we're talking about this. This is Lord of the Rings and dwarves together. Ben's mm. not here. Yeah, uh, I sense a disturbance in the force. 
it's just sitting there at the moment. It feels a bit of an itch. Um, if you do want more dwarves, and there's more dwarves of dwarring, uh, everybody that's going in is going to receive this guy. This is a special one. This is during the dwarf father, um, and it's just going to add that extra bit of invitation from the elders of the seven fathers under the mountain. Really nice touch, this one. Really, mm. really cool. If you do sculpts. have enough heroes to adventure into the dragon keeps and troll slaying, there is a bunch of goblins too that you can get hold of on the campaign, and you can grab bags of goblins from 40 to 100 miniatures. So you <gasps> can get a stack of different goblins. You've got night goblins, armor goblins, forest mega goblins. You can pitch in to get a variety mixed bag, which personally it would really work well for a goblin town fit if you were doing goblin oh, they town. Are they fab. Oh, oh, it's great. Oh, oh, I love those night goblins. Mm-hmm. They are beautiful. As well as in the pledges, if you don't want to wait too long, because I know people on Kickstarter don't like waiting too long a year or whatever it might be. There is a super speedy shipping option pledge on there as well. So with <sighs> shipping included on it, you've got you can get hold of these as little as four weeks from when the campaign ends. So that's next month. So we can get hold of these. I mean, I've waited for pre-orders longer than I have for yeah. that. So it's a great idea. But if you are in the regular running of pledges, you can expect for this to be arriving with you about October time. But if you do want it soon and want them now, uh, next month is as quick as it'd be. But if you want after dwarves and goblins and everything you need, they have mentioned on their Kickstarter that they've just opened a website as well, mm. which is great. Um, so if you don't want to tap into your usual things that run part of the campaign, you're looking for something else inspired by Norse mythology, you can look over at the Draga and the Draga, I never say that word correctly. It's one of those words that you read and you never say out loud, like Hermione. I was calling her Hermie one for years. Hermie one. <laughs> 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 it's one of those words you don't say off the page. You never said it out loud. So there's loads on their website as well if you've missed some previous stuff from them too. But it's a really cool set of stuff. This is what I imagined from... Tolkien's brain to look like the historically accurate, not so Hollywoodized glamour. This is taken from poetry names. This is your dwarves, as you expect dwarves to be from Tolkien. But I've got to say, those night goblins, you like night goblins? Love those. I've always been a fan of the night goblins. um, But, you know, as I I get older, the Games Workshop ones have have always. They've, they've become a little bit more and more cartoony. Hmm. Mm-hmm. These ones look brutal. Medicine. Don't yeah. they? They exactly. really look brutal. Like, they, oh. st- they look like Jackson Goblins, which mm-hmm. for me is what ticks my box for goblins. Uh, I do find a lot of goblins nowadays do look, as you say, cartoony, no matter where you go in. They're all bright green or... Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, these are petrified. They're, they're meant to be that um, fallen elf, you know, yeah. the, the, the corrupted rather than the cartoonish. And I think these do it very well. They're also a fairly good size. Um, so they're slightly shorter than a human. For 28 mil, they're not teeny tiny half-sized. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're, yeah. They're more sensibly scaled. And also, Colin has done a ton of work in the past um, with a lot of Viking ranges. So we, the gripping-based Viking range, his own range that um, Warlord have now. Yeah. And these all match in, as do the Draugr and... Uh, uh, Vega, is it? The, Thank the, you. Thanks, Jack. <laughs> the, uh, the, the previous ranges he's done. So if you, if you're after them, 
and you haven't seen the the previous Kickstarters, um, then yeah, you can go across to. In fact, I'll just grab it there. It's probably the easiest ah, there way. you go. Ragnarok Minis, mm-hmm. Ragnarok Miniatures. Um, so you can lay your hands on the previous versions, <laughs> where it has your evil dwarves. Um, also, he did a, a range of. Um, Saxon-esque dwarves for Conqueror miniatures as well that also scale. So there, there's multiple ranges that he's worked on in the past. Obviously, this is his current own personal range, but it means you can quite happily blend these things with miniatures from other companies and know that the scaling and the style is the same. Yeah. Um, and if you want to have a, a bit of a an undead Viking theme, uh-huh. something like Saga Age of Mad, for example. Then, yeah, there's a lot going on with Ragnarok. I really like the um, I like the fact he's stuck with the historical feel for fantasy for the fantasy. They yeah. they don't suddenly look out of place, um, especially for for the Lord of the Rings ishness. Not at all. Um, bear in mind, Tolkien was just writing his own version of a fairy tale for. Uh, for England, didn't have any good fairy tales in the, or mythology of their own. It had all sort of been mushed, I think, yeah. the phrase, through through constant invasion. So it makes sense that they inhabit that sort of feel and look. Um, you know, there's as much fantasy as they are they, old yeah. saga. You know, and I don't mean saga the game. I mean sagas the sagas. So yeah. <laughs> Terrific Are stuff you in from there somewhere, Jerry. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Um, next up, sticking <gasps> with historical though. Hmm. If you are subscribed to the Great Now newsletter, you're going to be able to get some classic nighttime raids during World War Two because they are providing free digital copies of the rule book during the pre-order period. So this is completely free of digital, so you should definitely get yourself subscribed. If you're not subscribed, don't worry, you've still got time. All you need to do is add in your email address, press the subs button in Grow For Now, and that's it. Every subscriber that's going to get one is going to have the option to download this full rule book completely digitally. There is 64 pages in this rule book. It is not small. So you've got a skirmish setting within the dark hours of World War II without even holding a penny. You don't need to pay anything. It's just be on the newsletter. So the um, skirmish title is going to place players under the cover of darkness during World War II. So they're going to be traversing deeper in darkness as an elite force of heroes in hopes of infiltrating enemy lines after the sun has gone down. So you're going to be recruiting the likes of SAS, paratroopers, rangers, commandos and SOE spies. And you're going to be facing a fight for survival, really, preparing for an attack, getting into an ambush or just a chance to severely defend um if you don't dis- if you don't describe if you don't subscribe uh the price of the pdf is up in this store for about eight quid so you are saving yourself some money just by putting in your email address and uh subscribing and uh who knows in the future you might be subject to get in some more stuff here and there this they do say that they give a lot free these but uh really nice fun that they're giving away a whole wall book uh which is amazing Look, it's Peggy Carter. Oh, it is Peggy. They are not the Howling Commandos. Should be. <laughs> Although you're, you're I would like to, I would like to see a Howling Commando in a kilt. That would, uh, that would definitely have saved Captain America. 
100%. So these are being done in conjunction with Wargames Atlantic. So these are plastics. Um, so that's the Operation Torchlight set. And then for your Germans, oh. you have the Guards of Facility 9. I kind of want to do a little bit of an LOLO thing with this. <laughs> oh, Rene is a fool. He has been captured by the Gestapo. We must go rescue him. They are lovely minis. They're stunking. Oh, that's sinister looking, aren't they? Well, look at that scientist. What's in the flask? That's what I want to know. Oh, could could be anything. Could mm-hmm. be anything. So, yeah, I'm not sure how much of these are plastics and how and if there's any additional things in the box, um, mm-hmm. like metals, because obviously. I, Grafe and I have done a lot of work in the past uh, for Test of Honor where they do metal miniatures. Um, but I have seen some of these guards wandering around the place, uh, oh, including no. one with hands up surrendering um, on the War Games Atlantic website. So there's at least some sprues in there that will be uh, plastic, which is good because it's very easy to get your hands on World War II figures. But for doing something like this, where you want to have patrols and guards and mm-hmm. the the sort of people you would see at a prison camp or um, a facility not as easy to find those you know most people tend to be fighting in some fashion but actually just having people standing to attention or standing guarding is really nice yeah this is your cold it's kind of stuff yeah isn't it? yeah the great escape what, what was himmler's castle called um Oh, I don't remember. Himmler had a... Uh, had a it sounded uh, like a punchline. Had a big <laughs> castle, yeah, um, where he studied all the esoteric yes, kind of did. stuff. Um, into his whole where, supernatural where, and yeah. the aliens, Justin. Where, where <laughs> the live. You go enjoy, Warren. So, where the fool live. But where yeah. the fool live is right, yeah. <gasps> uh, it will be available for free for newsletter subscribers until <laughs> the pre-order finishes. So once the game is available to buy, you'll have to pay for it. So if you're after a copy, uh, you should probably see about grabbing it sooner rather than later. Yeah, get uh, stuck in. Yeah. Yes, um, sure. You will need the cards that come with the miniatures. So while it is the rulebook, so you'll be able to see how the game plays out, uh, I don't think you'll be able to play without the actual cards and bits and pieces that come with the, the actual full release of the game. But it's nice to get, uh, get in early and see whether or not it's your Definitely. cup of tea. I suppose is the, the way to look at it. With you. Yeah, I think it's a brilliant cool stuff. What's yeah. next? Uh, next up, we are going to have a look at some big giant smashy robots. <gasps> because oh. it's these always are, these aren't big giant smashy robots that you can't get in Germany, are they? By any chance? They are the best kind of big smashy robots. Oh, the not get in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> oh, big love to our German viewers, guys. <laughs> oh, one in particular. Um, but yeah, Anthony Anthony has been tinkering away uh, with Trader Galaxy and um, has actually he's revamped his website. Uh, and with the revamp, there's been a lot of news come out this month. Uh, so first off the bat is Broken Skies is available to order. It is a dogfighting game set within the Bot War universe. So these mask-looking oh. flying cards <laughs> up against the Atlanticans. Um, more futuristic sci-fi ships from beneath the waves um, are able to duke it out on a hex map um, in a, a dog fighting strategy game. They're also the same models that are used in Bot War itself, so there's no reason why you can't 
double dip if you're if you're getting these and just add them yeah. into your democracy and Atlantic forces. Um, and I'm really nice to see another game that ties that universe together. He's been working on a few other things as well, including a 28 mil game, uh, which is like a, a small scale skirmish, uh, which I'll be very excited to see how that goes. So some of the, the smaller bots will become giant bots in that. Um, there's also a new drone controller coming uh, for- Big in the Electro Tyrant. Oh yeah, oh, he's great. He, <laughs> yeah. He's got a whole backstory, um, which you can read about in Galactic Transmissions, number six. Um, but essentially he, the bots, the bots are code. When the bot's body dies, the code can be downloaded into new bodies. Um, oh, nice. And then they can be upgraded and they can have different code affecting them or sometimes the code gets corrupted. This guy decided he wanted to be a tyrant level bot. Uh, he upgraded himself and decided that the way the, the world should work is if everybody bowed down under him and his massive drone army that he was just going to swarm everything with. Uh, unfortunately, the other tyrants in charge of the deceivers took that badly, sent a bunch of people around to his base on Mars and kicked the toys out of him until he got back in line but you too can have the electro try being carried around on his drone palaquin um, which is always good clean family fun uh, you can find out more about that in this issue um of galactic transmission so every two months um they've been doing these galactic transmissions which are a mix of stuff from anthony and stuff from the community and They've been nice to see because it covers all the games. It shows people what else people are up to, and they're generally been jam packed. Um, so, in this one, he does mention um, about the new website launch, and with the launch of the website, there's also been some changes behind the scenes with how his figures are going to be produced. Um, so, up until now, he's been working in metal and resin, um, mostly. Metal prices are expensive these days. A lot of people will have noticed that. There have been a, a lot yeah. of companies having to jack the prices up. In Australia, it's gone up, I think, 200%. No way. It, it's, it's been a ridiculous increase. Oh, uh, so funny. he's just like that. I went, you know what? I, I can't afford to do it in metal anymore. So he's, he's partnered up with somebody and um, they're going to be producing stuff in plastic. So there are still resin bits and pieces kicking around at the moment. I think they're going to go away in the fullness of time um but it's the same type of plastic that privateer press use that injection sort of semi-soft uh so a bit more robust than the resins um <laughs> but good level of detail and a lot lot cheaper than what it will be if he has to stick uh to the old is metals. there enough missiles on that do you think no, no there's not no <laughs> no major lee was yeah, never a major that's his name um, I'm sure you can get some more in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> if you is that not the truck that Lee Majors drove in the fall? In the guy? fall guy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and people were going, "Is this such and such?" You going, "No, it's the fall guy." What mm -hmm. are you talking about? So this is he does exclusives every every now and again. Um, and this month, if you order like 160 Australian dollars worth of kits, <laughs> you'll get this delightful version of uh, Major Lee and his his converted Bronco uh, for the democracy. Oh, you know, there was no way that wasn't being included because my word, look at it. It's a thing of beauty. It's great. I, I really like the democracy <laughs> because the democracy contain all sorts of madness like kit and mask and oh. the, the pork chop express, but a flying version of it from big, big trouble in little China. And it, 
I just love the whole retro range and, and madness that he's doing. Um, <laughs> if people are unaware of Boss War, which is a terrible thing, but if you are, you can download the entire Turbo Edition uh, rulebook from his his website now. So that the upgraded website, if you go to there and poke it with sticks, <laughs> um, you will get the whole kit and caboodle there and the... Turbo edition is the second edition, but with a bit more fluff behind it. So that's the full rules. Wow. Expanded. Quick reference cards free. Quick Stack references are all free. free. The only thing wow. you need to pay for is your giant bots and smash face with them. Um, so it's well <laughs> worth having a look if you're into your 80s cartoons, uh, whether it's transforming mm. vehicles or massive stumpy robots from other planets galaxies um because it, it has such a massive retro flavor but the game itself is really fun to play and it's very simple to pick up as well so hopefully we're going to be playing some games on the channel and they're not too distant for that as well um, i've been interested for a long time that's certainly certainly on my agenda anyway now before we move on yes i actually have a little news for the team coming out from australia as well from our favorite aussie down under Recon 63 has set the great Anzac migration underway once again. Yes, Shocking Warren. Stuff. Yes, Warren. But, there but are Warren's specific not... treats for each team member. Are there any gluten-free very... ones for Warren? Well, there's one very special one for free I have been told to keep an eye out for. So just thought... Free, thought you're going to love this! This is my favorite part of the year. This is like Christmas for me when the Anzac biscuits arrive. Yeah. Oh! Oh, it's so good. It's I, so good. I, I, I will do my duty as always, making sure everybody gets their lovely bits. Delightful. Delightful. Nice. I hear we've got though. dead zone news, <laughs> Jerry. Yes, we do indeed. Um, so there are, in the not-too-distant future, going to be uh, a galactic global campaign for dead zone. So dead zone third edition launched. Uh, couple of months ago and then last month firefight the big brother launched and they've decided to combo these with the first global campaign uh set in around magnetar so mm -hmm. if people are dreadball players they'll know the the big galactic tour circuit set on magnetar it's somewhere in the middle of the core worlds it's a delightful place full of delightful people uh who like to live life to the max because they're in the center of the the co prosperity sphere and they've nothing to worry about and then uh unfortunately it all went a bit pitong uh because vermin came spilling out from the underground and uh, are in their process of leveling everything um thankfully the enforcers were on hand to shoot down any ships attempting to leave from spaceports and then blast them into tiny bits of dust. So whoever's on planet now don't really have any choice but to try and survive. Uh, so it's going to be a four-week campaign, I think. I'm going to say four, maybe five weeks, a month long. Launches mm -hmm. this Monday coming, and they've got a, a sort of a schedule release. So it's time-locked in a way. Uh, where zones will open over time people will be able to put the results into various places to see how things play out and with firefight having launched uh, they decided it will culminate in firefight games as well as a sort of a, a step up then from the small amount of figures that you're going to have on the tabletop in dead zone uh, so i'm looking forward to this because i think they're going to coincide the firefight rules going free 
before the end of the campaign. So if people are just getting in, they can play the first games using Dead Zone, where you've got a very low model count, very small footprint, it's a, a two-foot mm-hmm. by two-foot grid on the tabletop. Uh, and then you can get your stuff painted up, play for a few weeks, and then in the background be painting more stuff towards the larger firefight games at the end. And even yeah. then, you can sort of play those out with relatively small amounts of people, uh, maybe 30 models, 40 models aside. Uh, so it's still very doable in a, a short time scale for the end of June for the big kickoff of it all, for the, the culmination. I'm really hoping Magnetor doesn't get completely crippled because I've not played any games on the Magnetor circuit yet. Um, but if you are interested, you can pick up the Dead Zone rules for free from Mantis. Oh, it's a very free rule heavy. Uh, <laughs> they say it's just the sample rules. Now, when they say sample, what they mean is it's the complete rule set without the force book and without the backstory and lore. So everything you need apart from the D8, you can get out of that free sample. As far as the force lists go, if you go to Easy Army, um, it actually has the force builders in there. So you don't need the force book. Obviously, down the line, if you enjoy it, you should probably pick up the books anyway. Uh, but you can get started in this campaign immediately with whatever you happen to have kicking around. So if you've got Space Marines, you could run them as enforcers. If you've got um, any sort of vaguely creepy looking things, you can run them as the plague. Uh, if you've got any sort of slithery squid face things, you can run them as the nameless. So, you know, people are sitting there with nids or with Warzone miniatures from 20 odd years ago or just a, a Stargate SG-1. Whatever it happens to be, you can go ahead, find something that fits the bill um, and run them on the tabletop for the Magnetar campaign. And who knows, maybe when it's all over at the end of June, the entire planet won't be a wasteland. Maybe they can get back to playing Dreadball. Maybe. I think. <laughs> I think they're all going to be nuked from orbit. With all of this tonight, we may want to actually go and track down Mantic at Expo if they're there and you know, see if we can you know, wring a couple of secrets out of them. Mm-hmm. Always a doable. With the guy. Very doable. Uh, I'll let I'll Jerry be... do it because he's, he's like big and like, mildly intimidating. Well, <laughs> I'll be getting involved with that anyway because Paul's got vermin <laughs> that I need to kick round the board and back. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, there we have it. That's us all newsed up. Uh, shall we? take a quick break and come back and look at some 3D printing and Kickstarters. All right. So we are back and we're going to be taking a delve into some 3D printing. And this has been found by Free. What have you found? You wouldn't be so surprised, in all fairness. I, I, I like keeping you on your toes and everything, but you wouldn't mm. be too surprised. So I'm going to ask you a serious question. Have you ever wanted to ride into battle atop of a cavalry of corgis? Well, you, you actually can, by the way, you, you can, because you can 3D print it as big as you want. Can, but Peter will be on you <laughs> like that. Well, you they can don't 3D support print. much weight. <laughs> Just saying, they but snap you and you wouldn't believe. Well, you can even customise your warriors into hedgehog people oh, you mean as well. Toys. All right, yeah, okay. yeah, toys. But, but, you know as I said, I said there. as I said, you I can pretty print these as big as you want. I'd be interested in seeing it anyway. But there are basin, there is add-on, scatter, and tons of printer. So I found Goon Master Games on the hunt for different things to add to my bases. Right? 
Mm-hmm. So it's really, really interesting. And where I've been painting up Moonstone, what a surprise, adding the odd frog, adding the odd log, adding the odd mushroom is something that I've gone to look for. Uh, it helps my whimsical Oh, yes, come on, my bush. So uh, what has impressed me the most is their store. So their store mm-hmm. has got 600 plus items in it. They've what? got a so tribe. Right, Bet. go up. You're up in the tribe. So if you go up on the left where it's underlined tribe, mm. there you go. Uh, there Ooh. is a bunch of weird and wacky characters being delivered to you in Box One Spot by the tribe. So the store, they offer, as you can see at the top, some free painting tutorials for characters too, which show picture by picture of some of them are whimsical and quirky characters. But if you're not that keen on the cute, stabby and whimsical, there's, like Jerry saying, there's plenty of unit basing files. There is enough to make any miniature character stand up. Plus, if you like a little less on the anthropomorphic side, you can find all your classic dungeon crawling heroes, like your classic Jason and the Argonaut skeletons or gnomes, cultists, wizards, rogues, demonic knights. You name it. And it's this, it really has blown me away, Game Master, because I've just, I've, I've found I've come back here for loads of different stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I can see the Moonstone influence quite heavy here. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I found my myself back here over loads of different things. And it's just not just the bases, but the characters as well have been brilliant. But what I found, all of these are used as part of basing bits, things that you can add. And there's no reason why you can't make them bigger use them scatter there is so so much on there there. i know it's adorable (laughs) it's too much um but as i said i started here with just basic materials so i love how characters had a clear reference in some of the pieces as well so There's the skeleton. You've got skeletons down in the store, and you've got scatter pieces or basing pieces, which is just skeleton bones. Those frogs are mighty. I know. I Look love the them. Frogs. You haven't seen the mushroom people. There you go. Mushroom people for more. Oh, there we go. <laughs> we'll start with the frogs. We'll get to the shrooms in a minute. Oh, look at them. It's like conquistador frogs. Yeah, conquistador frogs. frogs. <laughs> Which is kind of, it's, it's, it's a strange sp- mix of the Spanish and the French. Yeah. Oh, so I was like, <laughs> I've kind of got Thumbelina stuck in my Por- head now. Portuguese? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, sorry, Portuguese and the French. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, well, with you. you know. but, yeah, a little bit Italian then. Love it. Pre supported as well. So mm. you're not going to need any of their. Sports to go up. Go down to them mushroom men of hell there. Look at that. It should be a bigger. There you go. Big collection of shrooms. There you go. Down there. So, what I really like is the shrooms, the frogs, and the skeletons that are just underneath are all part of their main tribe. Mm -hmm. Um, And they all go together and come with loads of different bits, different bases, scatter all together. But they're just oh, so awfully whimsical. And um, those skeletons are beautiful. They have the uh, swamp coming oh, out incredible. of them, the swamp, coming, uh, the swamp coming out of them. But you can really pick up anything from... So, as you know, I came here solely for fantasy, but I found that I was finding a lot of sci-fi stuff as well, as you can see. So there really is a mix of genre here to dip mm-hmm. into. Uh, it, it can be painted up in any possible way. Some sort of terrible brain might text yes. thing. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know uh, uh, Starship Troopers? The yes. brain bug. I'd, 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 I I'd print that out. onto the back of someone's neck. Big. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'd love the idea of them just sitting on somebody's head, but being yeah. massive. 
like ridiculously <laughs> big. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think they would latch on at the base of the neck and just be on you like a backpack. Oh, yeah. It's just something that you have on your back when you're having a conversation all of a sudden. Just pass out. Just oh, there you go. Right on, right there, mountable corgis. So that would be truly modern day Elizabethan cavalry, then. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want to step away from marginalia at that point. You put some conquistador frogs on the back of corgis and send them oh. into battle. Oh, yeah, they do. They came. And that's, they that's, come that's, with, um, that's Jim Henson territory right there. Oh, yeah. Isn't it? Oh, yeah. Know, it's like yeah. Sir, Sir Didymus. Mm-hmm. They uh, they come with mushroom, not mushroom warriors, uh, hedgehog warriors uh, oh, that come mounted oh. on the back of those. So they might not be conquistadors. They might be uh, quite happy. He's, I do he's, like them. He's friend. a fun guy. Hey. hey. <laughs> just looking up like, <laughs> the chef has chosen me. I go to the better place. Oh, these, I love these. You can see the individual mushrooms and the branches going through them. Yeah. So this, I, I really, Whatever really like these. Mm-hmm. Uh, pulling down... The, as I said, these part of the tribe that's uh, on at the moment. Um, as Keep part of scrolling life. there, Jerry, just so we get a general feel for. There's, a uh, well, well, there's so your mushroom. There's savage knolls. Yes. And then hedgehog bundle. Do you want the hedgehog corgis? We've oh, come yes. so far, we moved well. <laughs> hedgehog corgis, absolutely. So How could you not? Says, oh, my word. So these they look that mean. Mm-hmm. Well, they're spiky already. That is true. Right. Mm-hmm. So I want the mushrooms. I want the frogs. And now I want the hedgehogs. And I'm definitely having that as well. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Riding into battle on a corgi. Did you know? But you, do, you don't just have to stick with corgis. You can you can ride onto battle with a badger as well. Uh, again, a badger? I feel, yeah, I can feel really upset that Ben's not here, but I'm telling him. Well, he knows. Brilliant, aren't they? <laughs> I like they the little bit at the nice. bottom with the two daggers. Just like, yeah, I'll have you. You can yeah. hear their voices, can't you? The fact that I always hear my miniatures' voices, don't you? <laughs> sizes of knolls as well. Yeah, you've got something that could be like an ogre or troll size, and the lion mm-hmm. monster as well. Um, oh, that means, means you good. could replace a, a whole range of greenskins with knolls mm-hmm. instead. There's be more knolls. Do like a really small vignette with these, and like a knoll camp. Although they they have gone for the dog look, the hyena look. Mm. Yeah. I'm more firmly in the lizardy face, dragony face, knoll camp. But, you know, it's one of those things. It's one of those, those hedgehogs are incredible. Keep going. Oh, there's like there's rhinos as well. There is a lot oh, of so characters. Then, in this. Up a wee bit. No, you're going, trails. you're going just to hedge lords release. That must be the whole hedgehog army. Uh-huh. Um, ah, so this must have been a tribe of the previous month equivalent. There wow. you go. So you've got your scatter, your mounts. Loads there to dip into for yeah, 40 quid. And there's just, you can just print off as many as you want. Oh, you could do some really cool war bands with this. For sure. The sewage Jerry, I like here that I like those lightning bolts. <gasps> yeah, the lightning bolts are a bit different. Rat- oh, the rats are great. The bugs. Slimies. Oh, my word. Slimes, rats. <laughs> what happened flies? to Master Splinter? Is he having a bad day? Well, there are some turtles down there that do look a bit suspiciously like um, ninja turtles, yes. <laughs> Which could definitely the, be painted up. Bolts would be perfect for uh, any of the Star Warsy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's, okay. it's a, a very esoteric thing because there's flames as well. And while you see a lot of people doing the sort of the solid things that you would expect to see in Scatter, like plants, yes. like rocks, 
having smoke and clouds Light, and smoke lightning, effects, yeah. you know, they are less um, prevalent, I suppose, or, or less thought about. Mm-hmm. The rope as well. Just adding bits, but that's this is exactly how I found it. Basically, bits. And, oh. <laughs> it, yeah, there really is everything that you can get hold of um, to add. And I found I come here quite a bit for inspiration as well to see what could look better on my base. It's your pet. See, this is what led me to it. I wanted a frog on top of a mushroom. Of course you did. Frog on top of a mushroom. Simple things, you yeah, know, make yeah. me happy. Well, with you. <laughs> This is just incredible. I'm loving and look, this. And look, look how it. far we've gone down. Yeah. This is this. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's so much to go. The interesting thing here with all of these bits and bobs is on Sunday's show. <gasps> Rhinos! Oh, Roman. We'll, um, we'll this be is, looking this at is King, community th- stuff. This is Prince John's yeah, guards guard from yeah. Robin Hood. It is! Oh! Oh, right there, Warren. Oh, I'm, 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 ah, I want the rhinos now too. Ah, oh, so rhinos, frogmen, hedgehogs, oh. hedgehogs. <gasps> Look at all these moods. Little fishman. Oh, the jellyfish at the top. Fabulous. Best 3D print site ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can. Got no merlot. Oh, yeah. I love all this. Oh, there's fishmen doggies as well. Fishmen dog bond. Yeah, there is a ton. What yeah. you get past? Oh. There you go. There's your weasels, your weasels. skelly crows, otters, undead crows, oh, weasels. That's just a little birdies. Oh, uh, and a giant skeleton cat. Cat, of course. For you could you... creepy skeleton birds to write about on. Well, that or could be a saber tooth. You could have the undead and the dead army. Bunny men. Badgers. <laughs> on badgers. Oh, this oh, is well. incredible. Ben is going to be kicking himself for missing this one. Yay, bunny men on badgers. Yeah. I wonder oh, how they're very happy looking badgers. badgers. Too. Yeah. yeah. The badgers are a lot happier than the. What's going on there? Ah, the, the guy in the bottom right is really happy. The, these are the, you know, the, the British slash European friendly badgers, the, the tea drinking badgers. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Uh, and not those aggressive honey badgers. <laughs> yes, which will basically rip yourself. Be very different. It's not the face they go for. Well, oh, a rang drummer. Yeah. You just put him dead centre of everything, wouldn't you? He oh. deserves a main character spot. It's interesting. That it jumps around a lot in period and region. So we've got yeah. an orangutan that's more sort of um, Buddhist monk type of thing yes. going on there. And then you've got the Romanesque rhinos, and then you've got Lanschneck. Ferrets Give me the fireman cub. You know, <laughs> there, there's, oh, a, there's a lot of look at the little monkey men. There's dumpling people. Dumplings, dra- the <laughs> dragons <laughs> eating one of the dumpling people. That's, ah, a baby dragon. That's, un- that's unfortunate. <laughs> Again, you know, they knew the risks. Oh, he told them the risks. Didn't listen to the risks. No, he did uh-huh. not. Almost thought that monkey was flipping the bird for a second. Oh, I thought exactly the same thing. Yeah. You know what? Like, <laughs> like Shaolin. The you know, These bases, the bases there are just, uh, yeah. The floating you know, I could, I could just base, I, I could see, you know, you, 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 your dad, you're playing, you're playing your dungeon crawlers with your kids. Hmm. Buy yourself a 3D printer and you don't go have to, you don't have to go past that page. Nope. You know, it's like, you know, from week to week, 
you could be introducing new characters like pumpkin men. Oh, Hail yeah. the great pumpkin. <laughs> and there's one there if you scroll down a wee bit see that flying skull mm -hmm. you know I, i'd print that out i'd print it out slightly oversized you know i like yep. to do my dungeon crawling in 15 mil you see but i'd print that out slightly oversized and have it as a giant flying skull that's chasing great. after my kid oh they would shite themselves <laughs> It's very metal. It's ready to go. There is so much in here. There is so it much. It just keeps going and going and going. It does. Um, is, that, right is, is that mole people now? Too? There is indeed mole people. Is... And you people. do have your classic dungeon crawling heroes in there oh, dwarves. as well. You've got your dwarves. There's a deer man. Is that a deer riding a bear? Yes. It's a deer riding yes. a bear. Yes. right it is. Oh, look, Grit. And there's your tree folk. Oh, oh they are fearsome looking deer men. See, they, they are, are a lot more me. angry than the badgers, aren't they? It's because they haven't been given a tea. Yeah, <laughs> that's why. Oh, There's a wow. tremendous amount of stuff in here. It's incredible. Uh, it's it really lizards. Yeah, so my mini factory has got the lot, but they're also on uh, Patreon as well. Yeah, they're all Although on Patreon I, as well. I imagine Patreon will be exactly the same as the tribes the here tribe. on my mini factory. But they are um, the carnivorous plants. Oh, feed me some more. Feed me some more. Feed me now. Oh man, I am having a blast. <laughs> this is just so awesome. foxes. That, yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, orcs. Giant scope. Yeah. It's it's weird when you hit something traditional like an orc, yeah. and you're going, oh, it's yeah. an orc. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it, it looks as if their carts are being pulled by rhinos. <laughs> you would if you could, wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah, but it, is this some of the older stuff now? I'm guessing that's that is a bit more. But there you go. There's your, there's, there's your samurai turtles, samurai snapping wow. turtles. Yeah, absolutely. You've got your bow staff, your sigh, and some other guys. Oh, I think we're coming up to a Cthulhu kind of a dude. Oh, here, best type. Ones and the little ancient ones. More brain bugs. More brain bugs. Floating skulls. More mm -hmm. gnolls. Old pups. Absolutely, oh, loved. man, better. See what I mean? Every every genre has gone through. And there's your sci-fi. That, that wow just sc screams Warcraft right there. <laughs> that well, it does. Stomp, stomp, stomp. Welcome to Numergan. <laughs> yeah, just leave them to be irradiated in Numergan. So, good mm -hmm. master. That's a yes. heck. That's an hell of a library collection, right a there. Heck of a collection, yeah. Yeah. Well worth checking out. They're also spread across Instagram, which is Instagram something that has pictures on it, I believe. The kids tell me. Yeah. What the cool kids are using, Jerry. It's best best not to worry about that. But yeah, um, that is an amazing 3D print. Well played, Free. Mm. That's a winner and a half there. <laughs> you should nice like how you pick the next one next week. <gasps> Look how generous well, I have. I did. I did uh, send Jerry a particular way towards some confusing-looking Pokemon that I'm sure Justin saw as well. So uh, I did not see this. I saw nothing. I, I oh, am can't prove that I did it. Nobody saw me do it. Did you win one of our prizes? Find out on our prize claim center over at ontabletop.com. Here we list all our previous prizes and those who have won. If you see your username, fill out the form to claim your prize. All prizes must be claimed within 30 days. What happened Kickstarter this week, Kickstarter-wise? <laughs> Have we got a couple? So we've got a couple. We we've got uh, a very, very quick one. Very, very quick mm -hmm. one. Uh, in that it's about to end. But 
I didn't want it to disappear without Mm-mm. people seeing it. So Zenit, um, who have done a fantastic amount of stuff over the years in uh, a variety of ways, mostly Oriental, but then they also throw in some fantasy and European stuff. This yeah. time around, they've got a old empire Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Now, there's only three days left on this, but if you're a fan of your old hammer, Ninth Age, or Kings of War, um, then you can get yourself a very Germanic-looking um, late medieval European force uh, that fills all the roles that you want, whether it's heroes, big blocks of infantry, or massive demigriff knights kicking around. Um, they have put together a variety of ways you can grab them. So you can pick up individual heroes and figures, uh, small units, larger units, or even full armies. Uh, Mm -hmm. And it's really nice. I know some of this still can be got via the medium of things like GW if um, if it's still available as free cities, I want to say, in a high-pitched questioning voice. Uh, (laughs) But I like the fact that, uh, you know, there's a, a coherent company doing all of it in one sort yeah. of file swoop. So it doesn't matter whether you want to have your uh, stock infantry, your ranged weapons, your archers and crossbow and, and uh, fire lock weapons, but you've also got your flagellants and your halberdiers and heavy cav. And it has that nice core feel running throughout it without anybody looking like they've got a mouthful of golf balls, <laughs> which I still can't get past. The last face is sculpted by GW. Not up to snuff. Uh, but if you're after an empire army for your old timer, uh, this is probably a great way to go. There is a interesting thing they've done, which I'm forever grateful for if I get past the actual armies themselves, because they've put in a scale comparison. Oh, yes. Which is oh, that's always like. handy, because I know Zenit do slightly larger uh, uh-huh. than some other companies, so they're, they're more sort of 32s than 28s but they're more realistically proportioned as well so there's some lovely stuff going on there they've already funded and uh, they've unlocked the war priest Uh, so we have the witch hunters up next and it's it's just a a really nice force that they've put together for the tabletop if people are interested like I say you don't have long uh, because we were all Star Warsy last week I didn't (laughs) get near this Uh, so you've only got three days but um, they won't be long before they it's an elegant it's an elegant bundle an elegant range this one yeah. isn't it so oh it's 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 very nice magical fantastical beautiful and, uh, ticks all my boxes for the old school uh, happy days three days to go guys Get three days left stuck yeah. in and uh, the other Kickstarter I've picked out this week. I was going to pick out Blade Runner, but seeing as mm-hmm. they're like over a million pounds already, I thought they didn't need uh, any yes. help. Yeah. Uh, so instead, going to have a look at Dave Taylor's new Art of uh-huh. collection. Uh, so this is volumes four, five, and six. And as you can see, um, there are again three incredibly talented artists. So Chris Schur, uh, Tommy Soul, and Trying to remember the last one. Uh, that's why I couldn't remember the last one because I can't pronounce it. Cine. Cine. Uh, so each of the books acts as both a painting guide to their own style of painting. Yes. And they have three sort of very distinctive styles, but also 
you can uh, look at it as a inspirational source as well. This is a sort of coffee table collection that's coming together now. Yeah. This is, this is your real kind of like coffee table uh, kind of book. Exactly. So even if you can also get the digital versions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't. If, if, if that's, that's your thing. Yeah. I really wouldn't. Something like this deserves to be a collection in the physical, in the physical (laughs) world. And yeah. See, I think it'd be great to have on digital as well as because if you're using for inspiration and want to zoom in, you need to do on your tablet and get a bit closer as well. Do they offer them both together in their pledges? Yeah, you can pledge um, for any sort of combination they're in, mm-hmm. whether it's physical, digital, single books, up Brilliant. to the full kit and caboodle. Um, obviously, the the stretch goals, they're starting to hit now. The first one's a sort of quality of life and, and upgrades to the the page. What's See, it? The weight of the I pages had and these. that sort of thing. I would have these on my bookshelf, not down here in the basement. This would be Sean. upstairs, right? Mm. And I would have one strategically placed on a coffee table, right? I'd sell my kids. I'd get them out of the house. <laughs> are, are, are you trying to sell your house warrant strategically placed? And then, right. then basically... Um, I would then um, uh, open the door and shout out to the world that I'm open for visitors again. Uh, I'm, I'm happy to meet people. It's time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then as people come in, uh, and, you know, I would say, would you like a cup of coffee? And gesture towards the coffee table. And I'd say, oh, yeah, feel free to flick through the book. That is the world in which I inhabit. It's, yeah. it's a way to go. I'm, I'm just waiting for you to, like, pull on the... The Christian Bale like plastic suit come up behind with the axe at this point. No, ever listen to the silky smooth sounds of Iron Maiden? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but interesting thing for me, uh, apart from the fact that um, Dave's gone out there and got these various artists to fill the, the the books, is the parts that they do. It's not cut and paste, so you don't get the same content from each artist yes in that um if you look chris's volume contains things about storytelling dioramas and, and when you're you're, you're yeah. painting miniature doing that storytelling but also how to work on composition and um working and reworking sort of don't be afraid to go back and adjust things if it doesn't seem like it's working out for you whereas tommy's has got uh a different set of of, of sort of discovery that yeah, he's, a different, that different he's, narrative yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's it's nice that uh, dave hasn't just gone here's your here's a structure and i'll stick to it uh, and yeah. fire your pictures in and i'll put it all together so instead you've got this um sort of more personalized volume from each of them where they they're talking about the things that sort of affect them and how they bring their miniatures um to completion and, and how they, they go about setting the actual uh, core concepts behind their painting and and actually getting the the models finished and to the exacting standards that they aim for as well yeah uh, so yeah it's it's a terrific set i haven't seen that whether or not the late pledges for the previous set whether they can be bundled in as well i think it may just be these ones unless they pop in as add-ons later on yeah but if you're interested in increasing your understanding of painting and taking your paint to the next level um then things like these are 
invaluable resources to have, even if you're not using them all the time. Just being able to sit down and read and have a flick through and go, well, I'm not, I'm not going to copy how this model has been painted from start to finish, but I'll use the inspiration of that in one of my own painting, or maybe the the way a project is approached by one of the artists will speak to you and how to push yourself further then and, and explore other avenues within painting. So we've all got uh, one or two miniatures that aren't finished yet. I think I've got three. Um, so being able to pick up a book and just go, well, maybe next time I'll explore non-metallics or next time I'll explore a different <laughs> style of palette or concept of how to how to actually go about it so the the theories that artists use can be as fascinating as their their execution um, yeah. and so yeah definitely one to have a look at already funded as all of dave's art books are oh i've got that miniature um anyway i digress um well funded <laughs> and 20 days left 20 days left we'll see if we can get a chat with dave uh, on the show maybe yeah yeah, yeah. We'll see if we can track him down um, hunt that man down do we talk to him about yeah this? force him in that corner and put him in front of a camera it's always the way to do it but that's us for another week um we've filled our boots and now it's time for you to go off and fill yours we will return for the xlbs for our cultists over on tabletop.com on sunday morning if you want to go along and join us there you're more than welcome and if you're not already a cultist you can sign up for a 30-day free trial wow do it. Do it. Come and join us in the cult of games. Do it now. Um, <laughs> otherwise, we shall return next Friday for more of the same. So until then, have a great week of gaming. And don't forget, we love you. Go ahead and check out our other content on screen now. And while you're at it, why not hit subscribe and remember to ding our dong. Go on, you know you want to click it. Go on. <laughs>